Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Golston, couple of dribbles. He's got to shoot. Two seconds. Let's it go to the wing. Oh! oh! Got it! Oh! An amazing finish. If it counts, and it looked like it got it. Good afternoon, and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Monday, February 13th, the day after. And uh, Clayton, who's, whose fight song is that? It's the University of Missouri fight song. The And they're the Tigers? The Tigers. The University of Missouri. Oh, that's right. They they had a big upset this past weekend. They did. I, you know, in all the hoopla of Super Bowl 57, I almost forgot um, well, in case you about did. that big, big Saturday uh, basketball slate, which included... Missouri traveling to number six or seven or eight, Tennessee. Yeah. Not number six. And, okay. Uh, in case you forgot, here you go. Now it's you got Golston, couple of dribbles. He's got to shoot. Two seconds. Let's it go. Oh! oh! Got it! That was a long three-pointer, too, wasn't it? I mean, that's... That yeah, was mean, a deep one. That was a deep one. And I think it... It dug deep into the hearts of the Vol Nation and pretty much ripped them out and stomped on them. That's two in a row. I know. Now, are they questioning coaching? Are they questioning how Mr. Burns, I mean, Rick Barnes. uh, Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. How he's handling these last-second defeats? By, I mean, by by teams that they should beat. I mean, they should they should beat Vanderbilt. They should beat Missouri. It shouldn't be in a it shouldn't be in the cards that the last-second shot's going to beat them, which it has the last two games. It has, and I think the biggest thing that Vol Nation's upset about the most is the fact that uh, in his post game post game press conference on uh, Saturday. Uh, Barnes really tried to blame Viscovi. You know, he said he felt bad for Viscovi because he could have, you know, he could have won the last two games if he had hit his free throws, which what? I don't, I don't disagree with. But it, the old saying in coaching goes, when we win, it's because of what we did. When we lose, it's on the coach. And, there you go. Yeah. And so don't don't be pulling out, uh, calling out players who are missing shots with. Very little time on the clock. And, you know, I mean, I understand they're college Division One players and should hit these free throws. But, you know, they're kids. They also miss free throws. And you have to you have to account for that. And really, if you're coaching well enough, in my opinion, against a much a, a, a inferior team, then it shouldn't come down to Viscovi missing a couple of free throws or a free throw late, 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 late in the ball game. You know, we heard when they played Auburn last Saturday, you know, it was great defense. Our defense is incredible. They lost the Missouri game 86 to 85. 86 <laughs> to 85. So, 
You know, all can be forgotten on Wednesday when the newly ranked number one Alabama Crimson Tag goes to Thompson Bowling Arena to take on the Vols. Okay. Well, you know, they can they can set that the Vols have everything in their court to set that ship right. Yep. Turn that turn that ship around and instead of going all the way up to number two and just tumbling down with losses to teams like the to the likes of Vanderbilt and Missouri and tumbling and, and, from that and, number and, two. And Florida. Yeah. And Florida and tumbling from that number two ranking back down the ladder. They can stop that tumbling, that fall, that free fall into the abyss by winning on Wednesday. Winning on Wednesday. Which is going to be tough. Which, will, even if they do win, it'll still – it will still – be a situation where they're three games back. Yeah. Because right now they're currently four games back. Oh, well, I, I mean, that, that, I don't think – you mean talking about the SEC? Yeah, get, getting the, the – win the SEC regular season. Oh, season. I don't think that's that, that's even possible. I, it, it's a two-man race now. It's Alabama and A&M. Okay. And, you know – And they're two games back, so. A&M's two games back from Alabama. Right. Well, I would find it very hard for Alabama to – Collapse, right, and not and not and not take the regular season victory. I mean, you know, they're twelve and zero or thirteen and zero. What are they? Thirteen and zero now. They're they're thirteen and zero in the in SEC play. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it was Kentucky or somebody, somebody that went undefeated in SEC play. I don't. I can't remember. I can't recall the last time. We're gonna have to look that up. Uh, And and you know, Alabama's gonna be a new number one too. That. That number one, that number one ranking, uh, which I, they came out with today, because Purdue uh, took it on the chin from Northwestern. Northwestern on Sunday was it early yesterday. Sunday? Yeah, yes, it yesterday. was early Sunday. Yeah, uh, took it on the chin yesterday uh, with a sixty-four to fifty-eight loss at Northwestern. Um, so Purdue not, is now number two. Alabama has leapfrogged them up to number one. Uh, after Alabama had a very physical had, had a victory at Auburn, but it was very physical. The the referees were are you talking about letting them play? They were letting them go, uh, letting them play, and uh, you know Alabama went down there and uh, they weren't won that won that slugfest, and they weren't hitting threes. They won by by points in the paint. I think they outscored Auburn forty four yeah. to. 20 maybe I think they had very few mid-range shots everything was either deep either outside the arc and three pointers or it was in the paint um ryan ryland griffin uh a super fresh the freshman that they have scored 16 points and had two blocks in saturday's 77 to 69 went over auburn uh, which right. is, you know, obviously a huge rivalry. Bruce Pearl and Auburn was needing a win badly. Man, Bruce Pearl was ill at the at the, at the end of that game. He was he was upset with the officials and he didn't know. do the Swan this year. No, he did not do that uh, that uh, karate karate kid. kid Swan thing that he did last year when they beat Alabama. But you know, yeah. sometimes sometimes you sometimes you can do sometimes you can do the Swan. Sometimes you. Can't do the swan. Now, speaking of number one Alabama, do you have the newly released top 25 uh, for uh, the AP? I do. Uh, And uh, Alabama is one. Purdue has dropped down to number two. Houston stays at number three. Kansas is at four. Uh, Texas 
is kind of is twenty and five, and they're they're sitting at number five. And I haven't paid that much attention to Texas. They're pretty. They got a pretty good ball. Obviously, they got a pretty good balls ball team um, at twenty and five. Uh, Sir Jabari Sir Jabari Rice finished with twenty four twenty four points for Texas. And one assist in their ninety-four to sixty win over West Virginia. Damn, they wow. beat the hell out of West Virginia. They sure did. Uh, number six is UCLA. Number seven is Baylor. Number eight is Virginia. And while while we're talking about Virginia, I don't know if any how many of you all saw that Virginia uh, Duke Duke game on Saturday. But you know, I I don't get it. You know, first of all, and and Clayton, you and I have already talked about this. But uh, the best college officials in the country that probably get more scrutiny and reviews, ratings, whatever the deal is, uh, officiate the Atlantic Coast Conference basketball. You know, the likes of Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, NC State, Louisville. I mean, those teams, those teams, you know, they're, that, that's basketball country. Yep. And those are basketball schools. And you've got to have the best officials in the country officiating those games. And let me tell you folks what happened on Saturday. The, the score was tied 58-58. Uh, Duke got the ball with 1.2 seconds on the side on side court about free throw line extended on their end of the in, in offensive end of the court. And they have to inbound the ball with 1.2. They run a kind of pick and roll up high, and their big Philip Filipowski, their big All-American, uh, the guy you want to get the ball to, breaks towards the basket on the left-hand side. The out of the thrower in throws the ball to Philip, bounces the ball to Filipowski. He grabs it. The clock starts, and he takes about one dribble and two big steps, and he lays it up and gets hammered. Hammered. And I'm not talking about maybe he got fouled. I don't know. It wasn't even questionable. I mean, he got knocked to the floor. Yeah. And he had to pick himself up off the floor. The horn goes off. The ball does not go in, but the referee has a foul on the shot. So they they the referees huddle together. The score is tied 58-58. They go over to the table where the monitor is, and they sit over there for, I don't know, three minutes. Looking, re-looking at the replay, and it's clear as day. There is a picture of Filipowski going in late, trying to lay the ball up, him getting hammered, and then after he gets hammered and is falling to the floor, the red light behind the backboard goes off and the clock hits zero. Anybody could see it. And so we're, we're, I'm thinking, well, Duke's going to go. He's going to go the free throw lane, shoot two free throws, hit one of the two. I mean, he's an All-American. Mm-hmm. And then this game's going to be over. Well, after they huddled at the monitor for three minutes, they came back in. And Ed Cloggerty, I believe that's John Cloggerty's son, John Cloggerty called uh, SEC basketball official forever. And I guess this is his son now. He comes back out. And they just say, no foul, no harm. Uh, it was after the horn. I'm not really sure what kind of I, – I, at this, still this point, I'm, I'm sure they've come out with some kind of excuse, but they just said, let's go to overtime. Well, the ACC said they got it wrong. And the, and and the Atlantic did. Coast Conference head of officials, the office, has come out and said, 
basically they got yes, you're right. They, they, we they got it wrong. Up. Yeah. That crew got cost Duke pretty much the game. A conference win. Absolutely. And it was absolutely ridiculous in any – I mean, you know, I called – I've called a lot of basketball. I called 30 years of basketball here in Tennessee. And I'm going to tell you, for a crew of officials to determine the outcome of that basketball game and not let the players determine it is absolutely ridiculous. They need to be suspended. They need to be uh, investigated in case there's some type of gambling ties. Because not only did, did Duke not cover and win the ball game, but in overtime, Virginia comes back and covers the spread. They win the ball game and covers the spread. And I'm just saying, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of y'all, well, Drake, so he lost money. on. Yeah, I lost money on that. <laughs> I had the under. I had the under 220, I mean, 126 and a half. Which would have covered. Which, if Duke if Duke walks up there and hits one of those free throws or two, whatever the deal is, the most points they could have scored was was one eighteen. Right. And the ball game's over. However, these morons that are caught that the ACC put on these on this big game, Duke Virginia, Virginia's ranked at Virginia. People are going crazy in there. I mean, it's it's a big game, and they put these fools that think that they can determine. Hey, you know, yeah, the foul happened uh, 0.2 seconds. Yeah, it looked like it, the foul happened 0.2 seconds right before the, the buzzer went off. But you know what? And I blew my whistle. But you know what? I'm taking it back. We're not gonna. We're not gonna call that foul. It's just. It's and just I'm unbelievable. Sure, I'm sure Shire, the head coach for Duke, if he had seen the replay at that time, probably would have lost his damn mind. Because I know <laughs> yeah. I would have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's obvious the foul occurred before the clock's hit the clock Absolutely. hit zero. Yeah, it's no doubt. It's unquestioned. There's no doubt. And they took it off the board, went to overtime and Virginia wins. And there's just a travesty that the officials in in that situation, that high level of basketball, cannot walk over that monitor and see for their own old decrepit eyes that that foul occurred before time expired on that clock and Duke should have had a chance. For to shoot two free throws to win that ball game, but you know what they they didn't give Duke the chance, and you know what else, Clayton? That's a foul. If it happens point two seconds into the game at the very beginning, it's a foul. Absolutely. If it happens with point two seconds left on the clock, it is a foul, and you shoot whatever penalty that comes from that foul. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh- Drake, before we go to our first break, why don't you give us the rest of our top 25? Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's pull these all up. So, Virginia sits at eight. Um, and that's another thing, Virginia. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I guess they were at eight last week. It's not showing any movement here. Okay. Arizona's at nine. Arizona took a beat, lost to Stanford this past weekend. They sure did. Stanford is terrible. Yeah, they are. I don't like, and I told you, I don't like anybody in the West to go very far in this in this tournament. Except UCLA. Except UCLA. That's yeah. the only team. I because yeah. because these other teams are so darn inconsistent on the left coast, it's just ridiculous. But anyway, Kansas State is at 10. Um, even though, and they lost it. They lost at Texas Tech this weekend. Uh, Gonzaga's at 11. Marquette's at 12. Xavier's number 13. Iowa State 14, Tennessee, the Vols, who took 
a for the second straight game, consecutive game. A buzzer beater. We're beat at the buzzer. First by the Vanderbilt Commodores last week, and then on Saturday by the Missouri Tigers. The Vols go down, and they are now 19-6 and six and sit at number 15 in the country when less than a week ago they were number two in the country, weren't they? They were. I mean, have they lost three? No, wait, let's see. What, what, what's the two in a row? But I know three. Was Florida, it, was it Vander- Florida, Vanderbilt, and Missouri. There's nobody in between there? I don't think so. So the Vols lose three straight uh, and move all the way down to number 15. St. Mary's is 16. Uh, San Diego State is 17. Florida Atlantic is 18. Miami is 19. And Indiana is 20. Um, Missouri moves into the top 25 at number 24. They're 19 and 6. So as far as the SEC goes, people, all we've got is Missouri, Tennessee, and Alabama. That's it. There was two last week. Now we have three in the top 25. Huh. Anyway. All right. Are we up against a break yet? We're going to come back and talk about the Super Bowl, guys. It it happened yesterday, and it's probably one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in in a while. And still more controversy. Yeah. All right. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back. Roll out. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. 
check us out at tillstory.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee. 
101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far Get you too far Good afternoon and welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, and I'm joined by Clayton McClaw Harris, and Coach JD just came in the room. And, uh, fellas, we had a heck of a football game yesterday evening to watch. I'm telling you, the Vegas got it right. Um, yeah. They, they could have set the over-under a little higher, but uh, who were to know, who, who, who knew that? Just They, they set the uh, over-under based on just mathematics and statistics. But uh, and I'm glad I had the over, and I'm glad I had Kansas City. Well, now the a lot of splitting in my world. Yes, and the uh, Magic Eight Ball gave out, I believe, Kansas City and under under. So the so the Magic Eight Ball split. Um, but I just kind of felt, and, and Clayton, you and I talked about it. The the parlays that you would make up, and if you put in say Philadelphia and over as compared to of Philadelphia and under, you got higher odds with Philadelphia and under. Whatever you, whenever you put the under bet in there, you would get higher. The the sports book would give you a higher uh, odds, which kind of gives you a little which, insight to what. Which gave me a little insight that that they that the sports books felt as though it had a better chance of going over than it did under, and so that's one of the reasons that pushed me towards the over bet, and I'm glad I did it. It was like watching a really good movie with a terrible ending. Yeah, and and uh, okay, Kansas City won thirty eight thirty five over the Eagles. The Eagles, the score was tied, or the Eagles had the lead for fifty three minutes in that game. Uh, Jalen Hurts accounted for three hundred and seventy four total yards running and throwing, and four touchdowns. If you're going to tell me before the game started that Jalen Hurts alone was going to put up those was going to put up those types of numbers, I'd have bet the house on on Philadelphia, wouldn't you all? Oh yeah. I mean, if Philadelphia wins that game, Jalen Hurts is the MVP. Most no definitely, no doubt. Over 300 yards passing. Who got it, Darlene? Darlene. Darlene got. He it. only had one mistake. Darlene Mahomes. One mistake. Darlene Connors Mahomes. It was, third, it was third down and one offsides. Philadelphia backs him up. He gets in shotgun, and he fumbles the ball. Yeah, they it, scoop and score. Yeah, he was just cha- – and, and, and the play, replay showed he was just changing hands. Right. With the ball, and it just squirted out. And uh, Nick Mike Bo- Michael Bolton <laughs> Michael picked it picked it up and ran it in for the touchdown. Who was – oh, no, 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 Nick Bolton. Nick Exactly. Yeah. Nick, Michael Bolton's that long-haired dude that sings, isn't it? It is. Okay, okay. I, I get and they that. had a – I get those two mixed up all the time. I don't know what the – He picked it up again later in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, and went all the way to the house, but they overrode the place so that it wasn't a catch. So he could have had two of them. Right, right. yes. Game. Yes, yes absolutely. And then they ruled, then they ruled the catch by um, – Goddard there on the sidelines where he reached up high mm-hmm. and stopped the ball and looked, looked to catch it, and then he had to bring it down. The ball obviously was not in his hands, and he and he brought it down, 
and didn't get a foot in, but then they allowed the catch to happen. I know it. Um, so, I, you know, and, and I know I kind of went on a rant about this Virginia-Duke game and the officials calling it uh, – taking Indian giving the foul at the end of regulation and, and going to overtime. But these officials, you know, don't change the rules just because you're in a big moment. Just enforce the dang rules. That's all you got to do, coach. That's it. You know, and that's all you all ask as coaches. Isn't it? Just enforce the rules like like it's the first game of the season, whether it's the championship game of the season. Just enforce the rules, and that's what they did. That's what they did on the uh, grab by Bradbury by the on third and eight, right? Oh yeah, and I, I just didn't like the call. Then Dante Smiths, I thought, that, I still think it was a catch they reversed. Yeah. But my but my point is this: if they're gonna if they're gonna if if they're gonna enforce that hold call on Bradbury against Juju Smith Schuster on third and eight at the end of the Super Bowl at the end of the Super Bowl in a great in a tie, in a tie ball game if they're gonna if they're gonna enforce that rule and make that call and the referee said well he grabbed his jersey and pulled him and brought him out of his route and and might might have cost him a touchdown right there the ball was never thrown to him I don't believe. Um, if they're going to make that call, then how can they take the, the call from Goddard where he jumps up on the sidelines and catches the ball above his helmet or looks to stop the ball and then just barely hold it for a fraction of a second before he, it kind of falls down to him about chest high where he take, he's going out of bounds and he takes doesn't get both feet down by the time he secures it at his chest? Because in my opinion, that's not a catch. Yeah. I mean, to me – so, but they but they allowed it to be a catch. Then they're going to go to the end of the ball game, and they're going to say, you know, he held him. I called it. Okay. Well, he didn't catch the ball and get both feet down. Why'd you call it a catch? It's true. I mean, that's that's kind of the way I look at it. If you're going to enforce the rules, by the do it by the rule book, and enforce <laughs> it for everything, whether it's defensive holding or whether it's where whether it's a catch or not. I mean, that that's that's my deal. Um, but the score was tied at 35 um, with a couple of minutes to go in the ball game. The Chiefs wide out uh, Juju Smith-Suzer broke outside toward the end zone on a third and eight on the Eagles' 15-yard line. Was grossly overthrown. Because, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uncatchable. The ball went far over his head with a smattering of Philadelphia players celebrating what appeared to be a stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they saw the flag. Yeah, uh, which basically gave the game to yeah, Kansas they, City. It, let, it allowed Kansas City to run the clock down to ten seconds and then attempt a field goal. And uh, yeah, the worst case scenario they may if they didn't have that flag, they had to kick a field goal. They go up by three. It still gives the Eagles over a, a, minute, a minute and a half, a minute and thirty seconds left. Yeah, to get a field goal, which could easily be done with no timeouts. And uh, the holding call by Bradbury. Uh, against the Eagles, uh, gave Kansas City a, a first down with 148 left, and they basically just around the clock. I thought right there for a second, the the Kansas City player, I think it was McKinnon, kind of lost his head a little bit, and he and he was looked like he was running in the corner of the end zone. He just sat, and then finally he realized what he was doing, and he just sat out on the field because they don't want to run the ball in right there. No. And, they they, and, they were letting them, and that's in Philadelphia. And I text you, and I told you, let them score. Yeah, absolutely. You know? That was and, their only chance, and th- because they only had one timeout left, 
And uh, with the forty-second play clock, yeah, McKinnon took off to his left there, to the left, to the left side of the end zone, a goal line of the end zone, and uh, he kind of realized oh, right the last second what they were, what Philadelphia was doing, it, it and he it, said, "Oh hell, I better sit down on this." If Philly had it to do over again, they would have grabbed him, picked and, him up, and carried, pulled <laughs> carried him into the end zone. Absolutely. I wonder if that's legal. I guess it is. You can't now. You're not allowed to carry your own player. You're allowed to push him, but you're not allowed to pull him. Right. Once, once you give up the play, you're automatically down. Like he got there and stopped and fell back. But what, what Clayton's talking about is why he's still up. Grabbing yeah, why he's still running, yeah. well, gra- well, grabbing and assist him into the end zone. Well, he took a lot of uh, the guy that running the ball. What was his name? Uh, uh, Drake. Who, who was the guy that ran the ball? McKinnon. It but, took a lot on his part to set it down there instead of jumping the end zone, score a touchdown. Sure. In the Super Bowl. I mean, inst or and, and just basic instinct as a runner, you just don't. It? If you're not tackled, you just don't lay down normally. And that, that's a great, that's a great example of situational awareness of being able to get down, not scoring, knowing the rules. Unlike you know, we saw last week where a player had an opportunity to score and should have in basketball. But did not, and it ended up costing his team the game. So there you go, um, Greg Olson, who did. I, you know, I like Greg Olson in the in the broadcast booth. I don't have a problem. Yeah, with yeah I like Greg. Yeah, uh, he said, "Quote: You'll see James Bradbury. They're going to say he grabbed Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, he's got his left hand on his back." And Olson says, I, "You know, I don't know." Mike Pereira, the Fox officiating analyst, there in the booth. During a slow motion replay of that moment, said uh, he said, "Listen," and, and and Pereira said, "Listen, on this stage, I think you let let him play." Absolutely, you do. Um, Is that not reviewable? No, Bob. no, no. That's a judgment call, and I don't think they allow him to review that. That would have been a good example of where they could, like, got- offensive holding or something. You can't review that. They could have gotten together though and talked about it with maybe the back judge and 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 said you know hey they're really they, there we're gonna because it happens all the time you see him you what, see, you know, the ball you, sailed over it's, said it's you, can, you can easily bail out and just say it's uncatchable uncatchable and move yeah, on exactly um, but Olson wasn't alone as an avalanche of uh, followed an avalanche followed on Twitter from all corners uh, with comments like ticky tack BS defensive holding. Uh, you can't make that call at that point in the game. Uh, first pass interference call of the entire game, Drake. It was. The first and only one of the game. Uh, Bradbury himself, who was called – who the holding call was called on, said, quote, I was hoping the referee would let it go, but of course he's a ref and it is a big game. And it was a hold, period. That's So they called it. That's what Bradbury said. And, you know – uh, in in defense to the to the referee, I get it, but I don't get it. You right. know what I mean? Does that make sense? You, I, you I just ruined a classic game. Um, you you took it out of the players' hands essentially. Brandon Graham, the defensive end for the Eagles, uh, Philadelphia, said, "I trust them refs, man." He said, "The refs are going to make the call in the moment of the game, and that one right there, that one stung a little bit, but we shouldn't have put ourselves in that position." Uh, and Nick Sirianni, the head coach, said those guys have got to do that in split-second scenarios. Um, that's what he saw, and that's what he called. Um, and ultimately, from different video angles, it appeared to illustrate why the Eagles were right to stand down 
uh, in those in this situation. A reverse angle of the play showed that Bradbury had a fist full of Juju Smith-Schuster's jersey, holding up his ability to break out of the route at a critical moment. Uh, it was that jersey tug and not the hand on the back that led to the flag, according to the referee, Carl Sheffers. C-H-E-F-F-E-R-S. Terrible call. Uh, the receiver went to the mid, to the inside, and he was attempting to release to the outside, Sheffers said. And he said the defender grabbed the jersey with his right hand and restricted him from releasing the outside, so therefore we call defensive holding. You know, I call BS, Carl, because we could go back and review that film of that entire game, and I guarantee you there was more physicality on other plays where it wasn't but, called. Exactly, or exactly like that, or even more egregious. That's what I'm saying. So the fact that Carl's even commenting on this tells me that, hey, there, there, there's a little bit of um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they obviously feel the need to defend themselves. Uh, if you don't feel bad about the call – you don't even comment. And how many? How many of you Kansas City fans thought it was over, or how many Kansas City wagerers, people that wagered on the Chiefs, thought it was over when Darlene hurt his ankle there right there in the se- first half? I mean, I, I, I said game set match. I, did I text you done? He's yeah, done. I think, yeah, I, I, I thought I, I thought so too. The pain that he looked to be in over on the sidelines. Now, you said they'd shoot him up with something, but... And I think they did. He said he didn't take anything. Oh, I don't believe he that. He said no painkillers. No, really. Oh, he, that's not a painkiller. After the game, he said no painkillers or shots. I don't believe it. I don't, I'll don't. i never believe it. What about that run he had? That's what I'm saying. And it, I even... And they showed a replay of that run. You can even see that ankle, that foot dragging a little more when he's <laughs> like, running. The other, like, like, like he has no like feeling it, in it. Like he's dead or something. Like it's just... Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. And it and there's no doubt in my mind that happened last night. He had 30 minutes between uh, the end of the first half and right. the halftime show to go in there, get that shot, let it take effect, and he looked, he looked fine. I think Greg Olson made a great point that a normal NFL game, you've got 13 or 15 minutes, right? Yeah, that's it. But now you're in, doubled the time in the in the Super Bowl because Rihanna and her "Smella Smella" song, who is the pre- under the smell under my smell my my smella smella. She's pregnant again. They did announce. Really? Is she? Is that? I thought she just. Had, my wife said she, she, she just had she one. She did. She did. But she is pregnant again. Her and uh, Ajax Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Oh, ASAP. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Ajax. Anyway, uh, okay. So, well, congratulations to them, and I hope it's a healthy baby. And uh, that was quite some setup on the on the uh, halftime show, wasn't it? Yes, it was. it was. Pretty impressive that they put a pregnant woman on a platform <coughs> that high up in the air that's uh, c- that's on each handle by each corner by some little tiny cables. Well, she's not scared of heights. No, obviously not. Wow. But it was a pretty impressive the the and what was most impressive when they had that big wide angle shot of it where they kind of showed everybody all the dancers and everything and her suspended. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I still don't know any of her songs, but you know, maybe one day I'll sit down and learn them. Okay, there you go. We going to break? This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Monday, February 13th. You better be out shopping for your sweeties. Valentine's gift tomorrow. We'll be right back. Two minutes.
I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. 
purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and joined in the studio by Coach J.D. and Clayton the Claw. And it is Monday, February 13th, the day before Valentine's. Like I said, don't be caught empty-handed when Honey gives you those old sweet puppy eyes and, and wants to know where her Valentine's gift is. You know, some flowers, some candy or a nice dinner somewhere and a bottle of champagne you never know just just some little nice gesture to help them out and and hey girls i'm talking to you too you know that's right loves the two-way street i'm not i'm, I'm you know title nine i'm telling <laughs> you both ways. there you go absolutely uh a couple of things about yesterday's super bowl um the turf was a little crazy there it's natural turf in Arizona. They wheel it in. They they they, are, they have a one of those systems where they can have the whole field like on a tray, and they move the whole tray out of the stadium, water it, let the sunshine hit it, get it all green and beautiful there in Arizona, like they do so many of those golf courses in Arizona. Uh, but yesterday. Did I guess they watered it too much, or I don't know. I don't it, know. It was ripping apart, and they and and they were all. And of course, you probably know this from watching the Super Bowl, but they were all showing the Eagles players changing their cleats out. And uh, coach, I guess the day of unscrewing your cleats are gone. You no, it's just change. Just take that cleat off, and we go to the bigger side. So they just swap shoes. Like I don't know what. It's amazing. I mean. Cleats they carry to away games, even the Tennessee Titans, uh, just thousands of shoes. Really? To change into real quick. Well, uh, so they were having problems. The receivers, there were receivers falling down and, and slipping. Slips sliding away yesterday. And uh, so you falling. saw them early in the second half or midway through the second half, they started changing out cleats. And uh, that's what Greg Olson was talking about. And I thought Greg Olson did a good job. And I got news for Tom Brady. And Fox and Mr. Murdoch and Mr. Elon Musk sitting up in the Fox suite holding hands yesterday. If you think that QB12, the GOAT, is going to come in and do a better job in the broadcast booth than Greg Olson, then you are living in a dream world. I've watched Tom Brady in multiple interviews. I watched him when he had that golf special where he was playing Golf with a pro against yeah. Aaron Rodgers or whatever. Manning. Well, yeah, he did one with Manning too. Okay, he's got he's got the personality of a cardboard box. I just don't. I, I'm with you. I, I don't. 
he's either going to come back and play or he's just not going to do it. He's, I mean, he's just – but from what I understand now, he's signed a – he's already signed a contract. That was last year. He's, yeah, he signed He said he's going to take year. a year off. Now he said he's going to take a year off and then come back in a year to Fox to do the – That tells me he has not really made up his mind. Really? Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I know, he's going to be a bust. He's going to be a bust as a broadcaster because he's not he's not clever enough and he doesn't can't come up with the right things to say at the right time and he's not smart enough to do that uh, because he's socially inept. Now, football knowledge-wise, probably the smartest guy in the world offensively. But as far as getting behind a microphone – and trying to explain or analyze something that's going on on the field, I just don't think he can do it in a in a informative way better than other players can. The Greg Olsons of the world. You know, there is a rumor out this weekend about a potential new quarterback in Vegas. Did you hear? Did you hear about that one, Aaron? Yes, Rogers. Is he seriously? I mean, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, we yeah. can we can mention it here on the show. That doesn't necessarily mean he's. Talking to people in Vegas, but I mean, he's Devontae Adams wants it to happen badly. Think about it; he would have Adams, and he would have one of the best running backs in the league with Josh Jacobs. And I tell you what, Zamir White is just waiting in the wings. They just didn't give the ball to Zamir White. And, and, and I know it's hard to give the ball to Zamir White when you got Josh Jacobs, right? But you got to be able to work if if you want Jacobs to last a few years extra on your team, which you'd like because he's awesome. Put in put in some place for Samir White and let and let let Jacobs take take a little time off and a few less hits. Well, and think about the weather in Vegas compared to Green Bay for Rodgers. You know, being able to play in a beautiful dome, right, over the next couple of years. And in Vegas, baby. And in Vegas, I'd, I swear to God, if my wife would if my wife would move her and Carl the dog to Vegas, I would leave tomorrow and go live out there. I swear to God, it would be awesome. But you know, I could see you working in Vegas. Carl the Black, dog likes Tennessee. Jack table something. Carl, I could be a casino like a casino host, VIP concierge guy. That's you know, right. there you go. Coming here, smooths up the big whales. They're dropping all their cash, and you, you know, you could be on the Learjet that goes to pick up Charles Barkley. Yes, welcome him on the plane. Yes, make them. You know, and make, even though they're losing millions, make them millions. Make them feel good about losing millions. Absolutely. You know, there's an art to that. You know, so and Vegas is mastered. I saw that show Vegas with James Caan and uh, back in the nineties, whatever. <laughs> it's being re it's being it rerun on one of these streaming services, Pluto or something. We were watching it the other night, and just you know, just because it's filmed in Vegas and we're watching just the different outfits and stuff. It's crazy, but it's it's pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, what if you're Patrick McHolmes and you're 27 years old, and now you got two Super Bowl rings? Retirement. That's what I would do. And you're being considered as one of the toughest guys on the Kansas City Chiefs football team. Time and you're the quarterback. Time for a raise and extension. I would guess so. Yeah. I mean, you know, the how does he has to be the highest paid quarterback in the league? Now. How does Russell? How does Russell Wilson make more money than him? It's absurd. It is. It's absurd. I mean, think about what that. Kind of year think about think, think about Russ. Think about Russell Wilson getting paid more than. Darlene or Kyler Murray, you know, and how does Dar and how does Darlene juggle the 
the remake of the uh, Roseanne show, the Connor being on it, right, and then also being a football quarterback for a Super Bowl champion quarterback. I mean, that's just it's amazing. But he's twenty seven. He's got two rings. And when he walked in, walked into this locker, walked into from from the field to his locker, there was a a replica of WWE championship belt in a velvet bag laying in his chair I, I, at his locker. What did I text you last night? Was that, what, what did I text you last night? You st- I, I said this was a WWE production. Okay. It was staged. And now that you say there was a belt in this locker, there you go. Isn't that something? I mean, that is something. Because I did. I, I swear I sent you that text. I said, this is a WWE production. And it was. Uh, they said that Mahomes unzipped the covering and pulled out the belt, mm. which was emblazoned with two chief logos. He mm. proudly looked it over and then slung it over his shoulder, still with his pads on amidst all the cigar smoke in the locker room, uh, posed for some pictures. Then he turned to somebody and said, I need a Coors Light. <laughs> and you know what? I feel choice. It is a good choice. I feel your pain, brother. That's what I drink on on occasion when I'm in the mood for an adult beverage. And there's nothing wrong with the silver bullet. And it's hey, if it's good enough for if it's good enough for number fifteen, Darlene, then it's good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, the the Chiefs won, and the call at the end was a little was a little iffy. I think. I think that is about my only kick on the game. Had that call been overturned and or not been made, it's like watching a great movie and a terrible ending. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I you know I get it and I understand it, and and you know those referees are put in tough situations, but boy, it sure would have been easy for them just to say, "Hey, that you know what?" After we talked about it, that ball was uncatchable. So we pull the pick the flag up, move on. Kansas City's gonna kick the field goal anyway. All's right? gonna be well. I mean, All's gonna be well because you know what happens in five days. What's that? NASCAR. Right now, that's in six. XFL. Five days. Starts up in five days. Wow. Round year round football. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake here with Coach. J.D. and Clayton DeClaw, you all have a great, great afternoon and rest of the week. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday, 4 o'clock sharp. Have a good afternoon.